Blog Talk Radio. Just a good old boy. Obama's gonna put you in jail. Never meaning no harm. You guys are all gonna go to jail. It's all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. I'm coming day and night. But we tortured some folks. Hitler had plans. See through all of your lies, Barack Obama, you wicked, wicked devil! Don't bitch kick him! The ball to see. Holy shit, man. That's the other That's terrorist! That's terrorist, bro! That's fucking terrorists! Hello, my little trolls, my little sock puppets. You are tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the terror mask, put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate. Welcome to Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Radio Hate is brought to you proudly by Liebel Drucker Incorporated, makers of such fine products as the Panoptosphere, Terror Max, the Liebel Drucker Hate Coil, Mind Over Matter, and the NSA Doom Wave Surfing Set, complete with a little holographic keyboard that you can type out your dark little angsty thoughts over, and the NSA cannot track you. Your stupid fucking thoughts. It's going to be a real shit show tonight. I'm Hate Sec, and I'm doing this all by myself. Uh, Kilgore Trout is not with us this evening. He's, I don't know what he's doing. Well, let me tell you what I know Kilgore is doing. He's working on this great fucking thing. It's coming out. I don't know when it's coming out, but I took a look at it for him, and it is good. It's about uh, the Walmart nightmare, but that's not what it's really about, but that's the setting. And it's well, I don't want to. I don't want to like talk too much about it, but because I don't want to fuck it up. But it's the best thing I've uh, I've seen from him. It's just like as long and complete as it is in a while. So it's gonna be pretty good. But that's all. Like, who who wants to hear about that stuff? You can read it when it comes out. Kilgore is. Uh, Great fucking writer, and he's just getting better all the time. Has the daily grind got you contemplating suicide? At Liebel Droker Laboratories is leading the way in assisted suicide thanks to groundbreaking new research by Dr. Angstrom H. Troubadour himself and his magnificent staff of scientists, scholars, and lobbyists. Using state-of-the-art techniques, Troubadour and his team were able to isolate literally thousands of variables that could aid in assisted suicide in the future at Liebel Joker Laboratories. 
starting with an intravenous injection of Terramax, a Lebel Droker product. A team of real doctors will carefully consider all the stupid bullshit challenging you as you play out your pointless, insignificant lives. A decision to go through with the suicide is almost always reached within your first visit to our facility, and we have top-notch lawyers to make sure of it. Live every day like it's your last at Lebel Droker Laboratories. So that's our, that's our ad that we did for Lebel Droker. So now we get paid. Um, so I wrote down some shit I was going to talk about, like what's going on in old Jimmy hate sex world. Well, a lot of uh, you assholes figured out that I work a really shitty job because I wrote that story about the shitty job that I work. And then now uh, two other Chronicle people, Asher Maxags and Kilgore, are writing these Walmart-themed articles, which is really funny, and it makes me feel not so all alone. And it's a fucking horrible place to work. I mean, I think, even though I wrote a 2,000-word article on it, it's still understated the because it didn't help. I still went in and felt like shit. I had this terrible anxiety attack when I walked into Walmart. Uh, to be fair, I was like really stoned, but, and there was this moment where I was walking down the hallway and I threw something away in the trash can. And I was like, man, I'm in a little gray corridor or whatever, this hallway that I was in. And, and I, it was one of those moments where what is actually happening to you lines up with the, perfectly with a memory you've had. It's kind of like deja vu, but with dreams, where I had a dream that one day in my adult life, I was like a little boy when I had the dream, I think. I would be walking around in these horrible gray corridors. I didn't know it was Walmart, but I knew that it was some kind of human or people processing plant or whatever, and which is very much like what Walmart is. And when I had that moment, I was like, oh, fuck me. This place is literally killing me not only is this one of my worst nightmares come true the place is literally killing me now to be fair i'm coming out of a really rough thing in another city and like this is just what i have to do before old jimmy hates sex books it up to new york so i'm on three incomes it sucks that walmart is one of them but i'm about to change that i've got uh this fucking suit and tie job coming up it's gonna be pretty sweet i'll get out of that uh, pretty fast just about as quick as i came into it uh, wrote down here hellish Walmart experiences. I guess that about covers it. I don't know what it, I wrote down the shitty food I eat. I don't know why I thought that would be make a good story. I eat shitty food. I mean, did you not expect hate sec ate shitty food? Uh, the shitty drinks I drink. Yeah, I drink like way too much fucking. Even though I budgeted for it, I budget for the junk that I put in my body. I, I feel guilty as hell because it's like taking a toll on me. It has to, right? Like I can't just keep drinking these awful sugary drinks. And the shitty thoughts, I think. Uh, let's see. Like I was not good enough, not smart enough, quick enough, seasonal opportunity. Dude, I don't know why I thought you guys would want to hear this shit. Memes on the internet. We were, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, the rare pet base. And um, the feels guy. When I was in college... There was this dude, I don't want to call him a loser because the kid is like way more put together than I was at 21, but he would say like, oh, I, I know that feel, bro. He would always tell me how he knows that feel, bro. And like, well, 
part of me thought he was lying because there's no way that guy knows how I feel. But two, it's like, what are you doing bringing the memes into the real world? Have you not noticed how every time somebody does that, it totally fails? It never works out. It's not funny. The room didn't light up with laughter and smiles when you introduce your fucking Chan speak meme bullshit to real to the real world. And everybody has that friend who around like 2007 and 2008 would finish eating a plate of pancakes or, and look down at it and say, oh, I just lost the game. Like, no, you, dude, why do you got to make everybody else uncomfortable? Because like you think that everybody thinks that shit is funny, but out of respect for each other, we do not bring it up in social settings. And I think I would hope, it seems like people would know better by now, but you still see assholes. Uh, hey, look who just came on Skype. Moose. Okay, so we had Der Mussolini on last year, and uh, let's see. I sent her a thing on Tumblr. Maybe that's why she's on right now is because I'm doing the show, and she like tried to write me, and I didn't write her back. I don't know. He had a specific date and time in mind. If I sound nervous, don't blame me. I still find the very notion of directly chatting to you guys so strange. Good, strange, not strange, bad. Okay. Well, Moose, if you're listening, you're more than welcome to rescue me by calling in tonight's episode of Hate Radio. Radio Hate. You can call me at Skype. I don't want anybody that doesn't know my Skype to call the radio show because it's such a pain in the ass dealing with the delay, you might as well not call in. We hate you anyway. But in spite of how much we hate our listeners, the numbers are fucking crazy right now. Like, our numbers are doubling every day for some reason. Like, you assholes really want to hear this shit, and I don't I don't get it. So, uh, so we're going to take a short break, and uh, when I come back, maybe I can make fun of you a little more for listening to this bullshit show. And, I mean... Maybe I won't do that. Maybe there's actually something to talk about. Um, I don't know. Well, when we come back, you can you can watch me flounder for another 15 minutes. Pound the posy till I'm dead. 
nothing to talk about uh i'm going to uh to, to new york though that's a big change for hatech i'll be moving to new york in january with uh i don't even know like if i should say who i'm moving with or like uh, what's going on i'm going up there with a friend i met in college and then like uh, we're gonna both like hit the ground running we're going up with about eight thousand dollars between us and we're just going to try and, like, really bust our asses and make something happen. You know, whatever kind of shitty job I can pick up is fine. I'm hoping to transfer up there with the suit and tie job I'm getting. And then I can, like, you know, I'll already be straight when I get up there. Three incomes right now is is fine. And it's, it's going really well. Uh, I was thinking – oh, and I'm staying uh, – one of the guys from Encyclopedia Dramatica – offered uh, me to stay with him. I won't say who it is because oh, I don't know if I should or not. But then, uh, so that's pretty cool. And so I've got this really exciting change coming up, and I don't know really how to look at it because I've watched a lot of movies about New York, and I've even been I've been to New York. I've been there twice, and I, I really loved it both times. I felt so alive and really just felt like, you know, the world was happening there. But I'm trying not to let, like, the movies and, and music and all this romantic shit about the city affect my expectations of it or the way that I look at it. But it's hard not to, right? It's kind of one of those things that just you're sort of infected with it. And it caused uh, problems with me and my ex-girlfriend. She was a really wonderful person. And um, and I I miss her and stuff and she's cool, but we it just wasn't gonna work out with us because I was so impulsive like we were gonna go to Colorado or something and uh, like have a camper and I was gonna do small town journalism and I'm so impulsive that like this is like what really 
drove a wedge between us that I thought, no, I can do that anytime. Let's go to New York and fucking, you know, live with our balls out, right? And uh, just really hit it. And she wasn't feeling that. And then, it, you know, that, of course, unearths all kinds of other problems. But uh, it was just this impulsiveness, and she said, where did it come Where did it come from? Why New York? Why now? What's going on? And I was – this is like the stupidest fucking story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I was watching David Letterman's final episode, and uh, Norm MacDonald did his stand-up routine. And then Dave – like thanked him or whatever and then there was this gigantic fucking onslaught of imagery and this is like me trying not to let this happen but it was just this huge I mean it was crazy it was so many pictures it was literally thousands of pictures just fucking run off of a roll to you know nostalgic music and it was reliving all of Letterman's history and I was like holy fuck man that guy had so much fun well, of course he did he's David Letterman and he's fucking hugely successful. Of course, he's going to have fun in New York. But it brought back all these memories of uh, my mom used to want to go to New York. And she kind of would, you know, talk to me about um, how she always wanted to go. And it would have been really cool to just have a balcony somewhere or whatever. I don't know. You know, people say stupid shit. But then I realized that uh, that was something that I wanted to do, too. And watching that weird fucking slideshow, it like all came back to me. And then I just decided, why the hell not? Why not go give it a try? Go to New York and see what happens. I mean, it's better than what I've been doing. I can't find work at all in these dead towns where the economies are kind of slow and everything's kind of small. There's no need for somebody that knows how to write. So hopefully uh, it'll go well up there. And everybody that's listening to this right now is going to say, like, you don't know what you're doing and you don't know what you're getting into. And oh, let me tell you how expensive it is. I know how fucking expensive it is, okay? That's why we're bringing a shitload of money and our ambition with us. We're not going to leave that in Virginia or Los Angeles, where we're coming from. So go fuck yourselves. Hey, Sec has got this, all right? It's cool. And uh, the people at Encyclopedia Dramatica are being really cool, and everybody's like being really helpful and supportive, and it's going to be the fucking shit. And Chandler's excited, and we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to live a little. It's not like it won't fucking work and I'm just going to get purged out of the city like some, uh, like, uh, <laughs> Jamie says, the city is going to eat you alive. Fucking listening and commenting on the show and you couldn't call in. Yeah, the city's going to eat me alive. That's what everybody wants to say and that's what they, whatever. I don't even remember what I was going to say now. But, uh, yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? It's gonna be it's gonna be fucking fun. I'm not gonna get purged out like you know, like the cum that didn't make it. <laughs> it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a great time. And you know, the struggle is gonna be part of it, sure. I'll play some music downtown, whatever, in my free time. Pull in as much money as I can, wash dishes, whatever it takes, you know. Fucking uh we gotta get up there though and make it happen. It's gonna be fun. Because I don't, I don't know, man. It's created a lot of problems for me, my impulsiveness. I'm so impulsive. I just I do things, and uh, I do really big, life-changing things, and I'll make that decision on, uh, on the fly. I don't, you know, I don't need any – if it feels right or whatever, I'll just um, – I'll do it. And that's caused a lot of problems for me in the past. It caused problems for me growing up and in school and got me into a lot of crazy shit. 
old hate sex has been been around the block a few times, you know. I was going to tell some other stories about college, but I can't really think of them right now. Just some crazy shit that happened. The old hate sex. Chandler, I'm going up there with Chandler. And one night, I was so drunk with Chandler. Like, we were getting thrown out of bar after bar after bar. We just didn't know how to behave. Like, as hard as we tried, we just couldn't do it. And we were, you know, we were always nice. We didn't, like, raise hell when they threw us out or something. We understood. <laughs> I said, no, I get it. Chandler's way out of line right now, or I was just then, or, like, whatever. One place we actually walked out of, though, because the guy was, it was this bartender, and we were sitting there, and he was telling us all about, like, yeah, man, I could teach, but I don't. I just want to run the bar. I could teach. I know all about it. But I'm just, I don't. I choose not to. And I was like, shut the fuck up, man. So I laid my head down on the bar. Like, I just couldn't hear that guy for another minute. I just had to lay my head down. And then he said, hey, buddy, can't sleep here. Can't sleep. I said, I'm not. You're just talking. And, like, neither one of us want to hear you right now. We would rather just talk to ourselves. And so I got up and I walked out of that place. And then, but remember, I was pretty drunk, so I just pulled my dick out right there in the parking lot and just pissed. I didn't look to see if anybody was around or, if, like, make sure it was hidden. So I don't know. I think I was still out of line. Even though that guy was annoying, I was way out of line. This is my radio voice. This is how I sound on the radio. Hate radio. Chronicle.su. Radio hate. Label Troker Incorporated proudly uh, presents this episode to to you tonight for free, free of charge. Label Troker Incorporated. All we need is your cookies and to know that you're listening, and then we've got your browser history. And if you wouldn't mind giving us access to your contact list at the end of the show, that would be cool. Just um, don't uncheck the box. And we keep it. We have all your data at Label Troker Incorporated. We're going to acquire Trend Micro pretty soon, I think. That's a very good company, very strong company. Also, what was that other one? Um, wait, I can't think of it now. I was going to say it because they asked Assert to work there. And I was just going to throw some gas on the fire, but I can't even remember the name of the place that she turned down. She publicly turned them down uh, and really gave them the business. Assert MacFags did this on something. I don't remember where it happened. But it gave me a chuckle. Can't remember the name of the thing. Can't can't really remember much of anything right now, to be perfectly honest. I'm very stoned. Like I was so I kind of a crappy day, even though I didn't do anything. So I was like driving around and getting high tonight. You know, just being a real good old boy here in the mountains. And uh IO active. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Jeez, what are we gonna do? We still have two and a half minutes to fill. Fucking hate radio is a real bitch all by myself, but I had to do it because it was just, uh, you know, there's too much going on, too much going on in the old noggin. Chronicle.su, meme radio, fucking rare pepes are on the decline right now. I mean, it's kind of a scary thing that these memes that we all knew and love, and we even considered them to be part of the dank meme family have moved overseas and all we're left with is picking up the pepes worthless rare little bitch pepes appeared on reddit and then everybody goes apeshit and everybody's got to have a pepe and now where are we 
mass-producing cafes and Chinese prisons where they these people don't even have names, and they're just cranking out pepes, make it blue, make it red, give it lipstick. And I, I, don't, I don't know. And then it makes it to H, H-chan, hch.net, and all of a sudden it belongs to them now, and everybody else just has to have the tweeties. They're the 1% over there. Sick, twisted fucks. Sitting on their pepes. One guy's got all the pepes under his house, and they're still worthless. Because we got, we still got feet. <laughs> Memes are so fucking stupid. Don't you hate when people bring it up in conversation? Uh, what's one that people say? What's one that people always say? Like, uh, come at me, bro, or cool story, bro. We'll, we'll still write that on Chronicle in the comments. Like, I give a fuck. Like, I don't see that, and my eyes just glaze over it. Like, it might as well be a, just a line on the road as I'm driving down the road. Yeah, but people still take the time to type that in and and click post comment. You can't just press enter. You have to then put your hand back on the mouse after you've typed cool story, bro, and go to click the comment. I mean, how much fucking time I mean, you're not wasting my time i don't give a fuck how you use the chronicle.su our numbers are crazy right now it makes no sense i don't know where this is coming from and of course our advertisers are fucking up uh, i mean legal droker is good and all but you know that's just not where we are right now i'm hate sec this is chronicle.su hate radio props to you for sticking through it for the whole thing this has just been a absolute shit show we didn't even, um, you know, I had this big list of shit I was going to talk about, and I didn't even mention any of it. I didn't even get around to it. I even wrote some stuff. We'll do it another time when Asher or Kilgore comes on the show. We'll have a good time. This is Hate Radio.